0: Uh, share with me Jesse was there anybody in particular who inspired you to attend the school it's not just what do you think made you choose it you know at the time over other schools um so I can answer these questions I'm probably not going to be the best choice uh to include in anything I was just purely calling to kind of stop getting emails <laughs> uh and mailers
1: um
0: but I can I've I can answer the questions. It's fine. I, I was not inspired by anybody, uh, and UNC Charlotte was not my first choice, but it was a choice that I, one of my top two between UNC Charlotte and NC State. Okay, okay. And during your time while you were attending, were there any professors or anyone from the staff that made an impression on you, anyone you'd like to honor? No, I had a uh, medical Issued the entire time that I attended the two stints at Charlotte. Uh, so I basically taught myself and I rarely ever attended a class except for exam days. Oh, okay. All right. So now that the Super Bowl is over, uh, before we get into, you know, talking about it and, you know, all the events that happened and the NFL going forward uh, with draft talk and offseason moves, I've been trying now to find something to I mean, it's only been a few days. Right. But <laughs> the quality of basketball is not that high right now because it's about to be the all star game. Um even though I'm like betting it, like it's going out of style Uh and what yeah. a moronic move. It's been <laughs> quite a, quite a regression for me over the last few days. <laughs> and it was like literally right after I like bragged about it. It was like, <laughs> I do, I'm, cr- I'm crushing. And the next, thing you know, it was like over <laughs> <for> 20 slump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like, I think it was like three of like three and 12. I'm like, Oh, fuck. oh was, dude, it was, it was uh, a bad still slump, above like 55% though. <laughs> uh, but I've been like trying to find new shows. So a lot of my shows are like wrapping up. Um, like I caught up on Ozark waiting for the second act. Um, I have been watching Euphoria, really great show. That's um, like a high school thing, but it's really well done. Like kind of a little bit darker. Um, and then <laughs> I don't know. I, I've, I've been watching Seinfeld. Um, I watched oh, it like God. two years ago at the start of the pandemic. Love the show. I finally got the humor of it uh, as I got older, Uh, but I've been rewatching it and I just kind of like background noise instead of music since I no longer have Spotify premium, Um, Cutting back on expenses, (laughs) gutting, you know, gutting the important things. And I started watching last night. I don't know why I I had it on in the background. uh, Love is Blind on Netflix season two. I didn't even watch the first season. It's a reality TV show. I did not know the time frame that these people were doing this experiment. Right. So these like just gather in rooms. It's like a group of like 50 people, even though you don't know it's 50 people only looks like six or 10. Uh, and okay. then they like go through a blind speed dating in rooms. Um, and then, you know, once they like, Oh, I like this person. I'd like to continue to talk to them. They talk longer and longer. They don't let you know any of these things. I don't know if they did in the first season, but I didn't know this. And so I'm like, oh wow like what do these people spend like three months like it's already like cheesy like oh I found the love of my life I'm like no when you see them it'll start to matter what they look like okay you know that's that whole thing like love is blind No, if you love someone and you don't find them attractive you call them a friend okay that's just what they are they're a friend (sighs) I have plenty of friends and that I would not have any (laughs) relations with Uh... Uh, I'm also a very shallow person, um, so I would do terrible on this show. I was even telling like, my, my family. I was like, look, if I ever got on this, because my mom was like, oh, you'd be great for that show. Um, yeah, okay. I was like, I would have a twitch in my eye every time I said this like cheesy-ass line that I'm pretty sure the producers are telling them to say. So you would know, like, I don't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it is such a train wreck. And then, like, they're like oh, I love these people are not they're in there a max 10 days somebody proposed on the second day and i'm like oh i like i thought they were just like hey here's this one storyline of these people and that's like what each episode is no each episode is like like one or two days of the show of their experience i'm like this is this is blowing my mind how like ridiculous this is uh and so i was making fun of it but now i'm hooked and i'm waiting for the next episode tomorrow Oh god, you're ridiculous! It's such dude. a joke. And but most of the so I don't feel so bad about myself because it's actually starting to play out that way where like the looks are starting to really matter to these people because they're like this one guy was like so in love with uh, this girl's personality and then they get out and he's like I have I don't even care to have sex with her. <laughs> I'm like that ain't gonna last. <laughs> like that'll be fine when you're like two, three years into your marriage because like, I don't know, I'm not married, but I assume it just doesn't happen anymore at a certain point. Uh, which is not happening for me at all. So I'm, I'm completely jealous of married people. Oh my God. Okay. We need to move on. (laughs) (laughs) But it was just like, it's such a terrible show, but entertaining. So I need, I need sports back. Uh, I need it. I might go and, and and get involved in NASCAR, but yes, going forward, uh, I'm going to take a sip of a uh, drink and just think about the, the things I've said so far. And Tell us is a
1: five, five minutes of just stuff. I don't know. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> if, if you're uh, a first time listener um, yeah, not always on sports. the show, yeah. Hey, you're going to be like, I thought these guys were supposed to talk about sports, <laughs> not love is blind.
0: <laughs> Curveballs. Uh, oh, so, do. Go ahead and tell us about your um, fandom of Stafford and how you feel.
1: I feel great. Um, it was so much fun watching him. I mean, that game would have been 100% different had OBJ not gone out. Um, honestly, I think the Bengals were a little lucky that OBJ got hurt because up until that point, they were dismantling him, and Stafford was picking him apart left and right. Um but, yeah, he went down, and it's just like I think his 13 years in Detroit prepared him for that moment. The fact that he had to make, make up something out of absolutely nothing. Um, and, I, like, getting up to tempo, I think, was great because it started to open up Cooper Cup, and it was great. But can we talk about the no-look pass? Just, I mean, he baited, baited him so bad. And uh, like it was insane. Like every, it was it was a tight window as it was. And then you sit there and see that yeah, he no looked him the whole way there. It was it was insane. Um, but that just shows like, and he 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 does these a lot. He just never got the credit for it. I mean, he had the sidearm throw before Patrick Mahomes. He was doing all the throws that Patrick Mahomes was doing outside of the left handed one before Mahomes was even in the league. He just was with the Lions, so nobody cared. So it's one of those things. Um, and then Richard Sherman coming out and talking about how he doesn't deserve the Hall of Fame or the Hall of Fame has low things. I'm sorry. You don't talk about somebody getting into the Hall of Fame when the career's still going on. That's just my point because it's all hearsay at that point. If it was like he'd retired and everything, and we're having this conversation. Yeah, it'd be something different. But... The man's not retired yet. He's still going to play another th- probably three to four years. He g- Legit shot, have a, have a good shot at getting another Super Bowl. I think a lot of that will have to be with if if Sean McVay decides to stay um, as the LA Rams coach, and same with like Aaron Donald, and uh, I think Whitworth will tire, retire as well, but there, there's a lot of pieces that still have to go back in place, but... To to say that he's not a Hall of Fame or anything while he's still playing and he's playing at the peak of his thing is just – it's ludicrous to me. And this coming from a dude that has – most likely will be in the Hall of Fame, but is still playing. So why are you talking about it? Why would you bring it up? Oh, I know why. It's because you want the spotlight.
0: Yeah, I don't understand what beef he could possibly have.
1: I, he, I don't think he has a beef. I think he literally just was trying to promote his podcast and everything. So he took to social media because you know they're going to sit there and stand all over it. So – but it, it's yeah, it sparked this whole debate about whether he's worthy of the Hall of Fame. And to me, right now, it's like you don't have the conversation. The dude can go through if he wins another Super Bowl, then the, there your question is answered. It is. It's. I'm sorry. You have a you have a kid that is he's literally five yards short of fifty thousand total yards. That's insane. Yeah. And every year that he's played a full season, he's top five.
0: I, if he gets in, it's not going to be like the first five ballots that he's available. I think it's kind of like that. Older age.
1: The whole thing that Richard Sherman brought up with the all pros and everything like this. Okay. All pro he played seven straight years. So he was injured his first two years that he was in the league. And then he got injured the last pretty much all four years that Patricia was coach. He had back problems and whatnot. He played three quarters of the, of the, of the games, but his last two years he was, he was hurt pretty bad. Um, So I don't really count those, but there was a seven year stretch where he, was only beat, he was a leader, a top top three leader in passing yards and touchdowns. And the only people that were consistently with him or beating him were Rodgers, Brady's, and Breeze. And for all pro votes, you sit there and look at it, you got Rodgers and Breeze that are above them. So you can't get all pro because you have team one and team two. There's Breeze and Rodgers. So I don't see that one. As for pro bowls, nobody fucking gives a cut. It's a popularity thing. Pro Bowls aren't yeah. determined based off of how you play. It's a popular Yeah, give me all
0: the pros instead of Pro yeah. Bowls.
1: But yeah, but again, all pro. It's he's at the he's at the toughest position in football and playing when there are some of the best names ever. And he's in the conversation. He's beating them and everything like that. MVPs wise, going through, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP this year and he threw, I think, three less touchdowns, and he was six hundred yards shorter, less yards than what Stafford did this year.
0: Yeah, and he was out in the. You know, he didn't make it to the Super Bowl. That's that's weird to me. Is that like Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl? I think that's for the talent that he is. That's not a success.
1: Yeah, but here you go. So and like everybody will sit there. will Russell Wilson sure will be in this, in in the pro in the Hall of Fame and whatnot. Russell no, Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Matt Stafford. All have one Super Bowl, and if that's what we're gonna measure people on a Super Bowl's, because that's what the goat stands at is is Tom Brady. He's Super Bowls. He gets two. He's in. Ben Roethlisberger has two. He's in. Eli Manning has two. He's going. He'll be in.
0: Peyton Manning. If you, two, this he's that's in. my problem with Eli. I don't think Eli is is good enough to be in. He has the Super Bowls, so that gets him in. But if he can get it, in with two it, Super Bowls, then I think you could say those who don't have two Super Bowls, but have everything better than Eli Manning can get in.
1: Yeah. But here's the one the one caveat I will say for Eli Manning is his two Super Bowls are against Tom Brady. That's a huge that is though that in itself is huge accomplishments, including the year they went 17 and one. The one loss being the Super Bowl. So there there is something about who you play, um, and it goes through. So but like I said, the conversation right now um is that yeah, first ballot, second ballot. No. Do I think he deserves consideration a hundred percent? The stats speak for themselves. I don't care if it's past happy league or not. That's how it goes. Um, that's what the league is now. We have to make that adjustment as as it always happens. Like people right now are consider would consider oh, there you go. Patrick Mahomes only has one Super Bowl. So you got all everybody's claiming all this stuff. So here you go. Um It is what it is. So we'll go from there. Let him finish out his career. Um, I think if he picks up another Super Bowl, then yeah, he's strongly in the consideration because at that point you can't argue with it, especially if he he does it within a two, three-year time span. If he gets two Super Bowls within three years with the Rams, then you could specifically blame his lack of success on the Lions and the organization not helping him out
0: because – offense was never the problem. I think it is Detroit. one thing for him to have produced um two seasons that you know can go down in like infamy of wide receiver statistics. Mm-hmm. You know? Like what yeah. Cooper Cup has done this year. Cooper Cup is great. Uh is a great wide receiver. Um but like without having that quarterback that get constantly feeds it to you and and, and gets it there. Yeah. Um, I mean Jared Goff you have to fingers. think of it. He like Cooper Cup has been like this.
1: Um, and he's put this magic on there. But he just didn't have the the consistent opportunity with Jared Goff. Uh, it's
0: the same thing so as yeah. Hopkins, right? People yeah. knew Hopkins was good, and then once he gets a more than uh mediocre quarterback, they're like, Oh, okay, he's really good. And he's like, Yeah. Yep. People have seen this talent in him. So. But now you give him someone who can constantly uh, deliver and you're like, okay, well now we see what he's, you know, truly capable yeah. of. Um,
1: yeah. It's, it's insane. So I think we'll keep on going. We'll see how it goes and whatnot. But for right now, um, you don't, the table, the, ta- the, the discussion is not on the table because the, the man's still playing and he's still playing at an elite level, an elite level. And to everybody say he didn't even, he didn't win the the MVP of the Super Bowl. Um Does, does he, did he consider, did he deserve consideration? 100%.
0: One less interception. If he hadn't thrown the interception in the end zone, I think he would have won it. Because the uh, the other interception wasn't his fault.
1: No, the other interception wasn't his fault. But context is a big thing. If you're looking straight at stats, then you're looking, oh, a guy that had three touchdowns, two interceptions, probably not that great of a day. You look at the context of the, of the interceptions. It was literally, it was the play after OBJ went down a third and 14 and it was picked off in the end zone for a punt. You also have to look at the fact that Van Jefferson, who he told to run out bat right there, didn't even fight for the ball. He just ran balls up in the air and just let the, let the cornerback go up and make the play. He just sat there. was like wanting it to fall in his arms and Stafford threw it in the back of the end zone. So it's like one of those things you have to go make a play. So that's out of context there. Like you, okay, but you look at it, Brett Favre, how many interceptions did Brett Favre throw? Where he was just trying to make something happen because he knew if he threw an interception, it was just as good as a punt, probably even better. And in that case, there was a penalty too, which put him on on the ten instead of twenty. So it was a really good, a really good flip of, um, of uh, not flip of field position. And then the second one, yeah, uh, Schollernick or whoever t- just couldn't catch the ball. I mean, he couldn't. But thank God for that third string tight end because once Stafford found out that that dude had glue. For hands, that was his out. Hmm. If Cup wasn't open, that was his out. Um, But that's the other thing I look at. Stafford, Stafford makes some great tight ends or some mediocre tight ends look great because he feeds him the ball so much too. Eric Ebron wouldn't have got that massive contract in, in Pittsburgh had he not done some good things in Detroit. His biggest thing, and his one thing will always be knock because he drops the easiest fucking balls. So... Yeah, he's a bum. (laughs) But but other than that, man, it was great seeing these guys win. It was great watching the parade today. It was hilarious, whatnot. Um, Sean McVay's interview after the following day when he had no sleep at all. He was out partying and everything was hilarious. To get up and walk from the mic where and sit there with three questions my ass. That was just awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. (laughs) So but OBJ finally got his ring. Super happy for him as well. Unfortunate that he tore his ACL because I feel like next year is going to be a wash for him. I don't think he's going to play next year. It's so tough to come back from an ACL tear. It
0: usually, I mean, Joe Burrow did it in, in short no amount of contract. Time. I'm, I don't know. Does he, does he still have a contract through him or no, is he's, he's free, kind of like the end of the year? He's anyways. a free agent
1: once the year, once the end of the year
0: ends. So he, he um, will be a free agent. I don't think anyone's even going to, if he hadn't, he, he could have made money. Uh having a second ACL tear on the opposite leg. It's yeah. Rough. He was talking about Especially taking less age. money to stay with the Rams, which I think
1: he'll still consider doing, but it's at, it's the fact that, yeah, I well, uh, hope you, uh, I'm glad he's okay with that. <laughs> well, 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 he's fine. He's at the stage of his career. I think he's like, I want more championships. He got out of Cleveland. He got out of that bad yeah. situation. He went to a team that was like the giants beforehand that got him the ball. He's not the
0: focal. He point, was the MVP. Hell, of the Super Bowl, if, if he, if had he a didn't guy get hurt,
1: him. he would have. Yeah, he was. They were dissecting him left and right. Twenty-five to one. God, I I was like, please hit. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. I did get
0: the first touchdown,
1: which was awesome. Did you?
0: Oh yeah. yeah. I, I was swam I was that so hard good on, obj bets, but I was just like, you know, I'm not doing prop bets on players, which is fine because he fell short.
1: Yeah, because he got hurt. So. But, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him with that injury right there. Like, the Rams, I'm already looking to next year and whatnot, and so you're going to have a great running back in Cam Akers. He's just got to learn to hold onto the ball. I think they're going to have to solidify the offensive line a little bit more so they can establish their running game better. Um, But then, like, I look at wide receivers, and you got Cooper Cup. Do we get the same Robert Woods coming back off the ACL? Who knows? Yeah. Tyler Higby will be coming back off for injury. So there's a lot of things. And you flip on the other side. Von Miller, most likely, who knows if he'll be there anymore. Because he was he was brought over in a trade and it was the end of the, his contract. Um, we're still waiting to see if Aaron Donald is going to play again. He's only been in the league eight years, I think, seven or eight years. But he is literally now, with the Super Bowl,
0: done everything he possibly can get outside of MVP. It it wouldn't make sense. I understand, like you know, leaving before you get hurt. It's not like he's had a lot of injuries, unless he's just kept it quiet. I mean, he's a freak specimen.
1: But see, here is the thing: is I don't think it, it has anything to do with injuries or anything like that. I feel like it comes down to like Calvin Johnson when he left early and whatnot, even though he was in the his prime and whatnot. It's a it's a mental thing, and it's like, do I want to get up and do this every day? Do I want to mentally commit to this every day? Same thing with with Tom
0: Brady. It's not the physical for him; it's the mental part of it. If I was Vaughn, I would retire. Because he wants to run a chicken farm. And if I was Aaron, I would I would I'd continue to play, depending on if the moment that they went into rebuild, I would leave. But I would hunt for another one.
1: Yeah. But I look at it and it's like like
0: I said, you fix a
1: couple pieces on on offense that they gotta have to fix with wide receivers and whatnot. That defense is still good. And here's the thing you you're not gonna be in a rebuild anytime soon for the fact that you got no picks to go get a go do a rebuild. So you're stuck with what you got. So I like it the GM
0: uh, shirt today. Fuck them picks. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was great. That was perfect. I want that. It, was, <laughs> yeah, it was great.
1: So, but yeah, so, but that ends the season. We'll start making the transition into off season workouts and, um, the combine and whatnot. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I sent you that one thing that had the Panthers taken Sam, uh, Sam Corral. Yeah, at, Coral. Yeah, yeah. At six, and you're like, "What the heck?" I like him, but I don't want him that early. I don't. Th- I don't think there is a QB that should be picked top
0: ten. I'm sorry. No, we don't Even have a second, desperate. which makes it hard. But just move up from your third. There's not. There's. There's talk now
1: of the Panthers trading up to three. For what? And picking
0: and picking Malik. You know, I'm really glad that I. Uh, I can quit being a fan of someone because the chargers are calling my name louder and louder.
1: Yeah. So it's insane. So we'll see. Um, it'll be a lot. It'll be very interesting off season, but that also starts the off season. Like you said, got to transition to something else and start looking at some other things to do, you know? And, uh, for lucky for me, I've got NASCAR motocross and golf.
0: I've got basketball, which I've been watching a lot. I have two games on right now. Uh the Hawks Magic and well now I have got that on the score center. Hawks are demolishing the magic. Uh I had the Knicks and Nets. This is the Nets. This is how the Nets should have played the other day. And instead they just wax um the kings stupid kings i hate myself for betting on the kings that's my fault <laughs> but damn <laughs> that that that's part of like the mindset that you were just in in this
1: rut oh i'm gonna put fucking money on the kings i don't hear about it i know the spread's only two and a half and it was i think it was probably within an hour playing... you that 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 tweet out there you're like shit
0: yeah they've been playing really well um for how bad of a team they are and they got De'Aaron fox back and he's been doing really well. Uh, I almost took his uh, point prop tonight and said I was like, you know what, DeRozan is running hot. Sacramento has a terrible defense. Uh, let's just go with it. Right now he has 10 points. Um, uh, he needs to crank it up here a little bit, but he's kind of playing second fiddle right now. And Fox has 16, and his over-under was like 26. Um, so I'm pretty upset I didn't go with Fox. I almost had it on there. Just, I already had like seven plays, so about three times the amount of, of plays I thought I would do at the beginning of the day. Um, yeah, but I, I'll talk a little bit about NBA, then we can go into the, uh, golf and NASCAR. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I want to discuss the, the trade of who wins between the Harden uh, and Ben Simmons trade. <laughs> I would hate to be uh Curry. Uh, and 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 Drummond, uh, you just kind of like shipped with a guy that you you despise, and you can see it in the press conference. They were like, "This is fucking BS." But <laughs> like,
1: I do think I think going to the Nets makes up for it.
0: And The Nets suck. This the super team is just it doesn't work anymore. Which I'm glad it doesn't work. Uh, Kevin Durant we could definitely you could tell he was like, "I'm so glad." that he's gone well watching
1: gone. watching the whole uh nba all-star draft was hilarious because james harden was the last pick and lebron's like is he hurt is he hurt and katie's like no he's not hurt or anything like that i don't know. I really know but no and then i think it, i forget who it was that just chimed in no he just got traded he ain't hurt no more it was Chuck, so funny. It was so funny Chuck is hilarious I love like, him oh that had everybody <laughs> rolling man it was so great
0: yeah so look I think it helps even though I don't think Harden is someone who can play style can win a championship I think it helps the 76ers because the 76ers were already good uh the Nets didn't get any better the Nets aren't gonna win anything
1: yeah I mean the one thing Harden's always been missing has been a big man um post his OKC days. Yeah, um, and
0: Bede is, is balling out this year. He's, he's been doing out. amazing.
1: But there um, also they're begs the question too is you get into this this whole thing and when it gets to the playoffs and you're playing these teams, who's taking the last shot? With the Nets, it's a, it was always going to be Durant. With the 76ers, who's taking the last shot? Especially if you're down... One or down two. If you're down two, I see Harden because he has a better shot at making the three. But I also sit there and see Embiid. Oh, I can go out and get us the tight game
0: real easily. If you can move, um, Harden's a little overweight uh, for my liking. I don't think the stamina a little, is there for him. A little? I'm being nice. Uh, he's, he's a fatty. Um, and that's because it takes one to know one. The thing is, if he can get back, his play style did not match Brooklyn. Uh, Playing, I mean, sometimes third fiddle. uh, His point totals were down drastically. I think he'll be a decent fit in there. I think he'll replace what Curry did. And Curry was getting, you know, like 16 points a game, um, if not a little bit more. I don't have the exact numbers on it. Um, They need that perimeter shooter still uh, because Embiid, you need to get him on, on the inside more, even though he can shoot the three. Um, I think it'll work out for him. Uh, I don't hate Harden. I hate Harden's foul thing, but that's gone. Um, and he seems to have adjusted pretty decently for it. Um, does Do I think 76ers win anything? No. I think it still goes through probably the Suns. The Suns are a, a really good team this year. Um,
1: they were a really good team last year. They just happened just to run out at the
0: very, very end. Yeah, and um, Milwaukee is nowhere near as good as they were last year. No,
1: no, I think it, they had their nights, I guess, but I think, not. I think, I think the Suns losing in the finals last year was probably the best thing for them because they've got that taste mm-hmm. of just that, that bitter taste in their mouth, and so yeah, hundred percent. I think you'll see Western Conference Final of the Suns Golden State. Um, yeah,
0: and I think whoever wins that wins it.
1: I think it'll still be the Suns. I, I like it just because of their youth. But it's always it's tough to it's tough to uh, go against Curry, especially with Thompson back mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. And then the East is East is truly just up in the air.
0: East is bad. East is always so bad.
1: <laughs> but it's just <laughs> hilarious because like anybody in the East can lose at any point, and to a horrible team. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. So.
0: Yeah, Eastern Conference, you have Miami Heat at the top. Chicago Bulls at the top uh as well with Bucks. Cavs have come out of nowhere. Um playing decent best, I don't think that holds up. Uh 76ers and uh Celtics round out the top six. Bulls and Heat can play pretty good defense um and can score. DeRozan is just uh lights out for the Bulls so far. Uh the Heat, the problem with Heat is they have Tyler Hero and he's hit or miss. Uh, and he's been, I don't know, anytime I've watched him, he's been a miss. And I, I just think that his career did, tra- trajectory. Did you watch that interview with Tyler Hero,
1: Jimmy Butler, and um I forget it was one other person, and they were talking about how they couldn't swim. And Tyler Hero goes, I can't swim either. And he goes, you are a hood boy.
0: <laughs>
1: it was, it's so funny. It was great. <laughs> like Jimmy Butler, I love Jimmy Butler, dude. The, his laid back yeah. way he talks about it was just great so
0: uh grizzlies though for me are the most exciting team to watch uh john morant is just he's taken that step
1: oh he has
0: he's like uh he's like lamar jackson for me but has is actually improving his game now he's terrible at uh the free throw line i think he's shooting like 70 percent. he's got to improve that because the his style of play is uh conducive to drawing fouls um and then when you get on the the foul line you know he's not clutch he's missed some in crucial moments um but i still i still love watching him uh, and currently they're down by 11 to the portland trail blazers uh which is uh a rebuild team for sure uh but yeah i'm you know i'm excited to watch the second half of the season of nba um i doubt i'll watch anything of all star weekend um it's just not exciting anymore you can yeah, only dunk tough. so many ways before they yeah. starts getting corny.
1: Well, luckily there's only a month until March Madness, so you got that going for you. So you get into that, and then it's just two two weeks of just boom, game, 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 game before. So it's gonna be fun. I'm 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 strongly considering just taking round one and two off from work and just sitting in front of my freaking TV all day and watching games. <laughs> Really am. Uh, I would love to go to Vegas and go to the sports book. Not so much for the gambling part, but to have every game up just right in front of you.
0: Have that'd you be, been to Vegas? Be yeah, I've been there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I like just sitting down on them. It was like so odd, like going like the first few times I was like, Are these reserved or like do I just sit here? You just sit. Do people bring me drinks and yep, they do all that. You have a ticket, you know, it's just a, it's a voucher to get a
1: drink. So yeah, you just got to be careful because sometimes they just start bringing them to you. You're like, Oh, sweet. Cool, cool, cool. And then you get six drinks later and $150 later in drinks.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. on the, like the casino floor. I'm not a tipper. I, yeah. I, I hate tipping Not because oh, I'm cheap. We know you're, you're cheap ass dude. No, I'm not cheap. I tip really well cheap. on like spots. I'm just so confused as to what is actually supposed to be tipped. Not percent-wise, but, like, job-wise. Like, people, like, I don't tip on Uber. And, which hopefully Uber people who are going to be interviewing me in March don't hear this. (laughs) Uh, I don't tip in Ubers. And I have a 4.95 rating. And then Keith, who, you know, gets on me that I don't tip, has a lower rating than I have. Now, that's probably for other reasons. Yeah, Uh, Keith also is... He'll call out people who are driving... <laughs> the wrong way. He's a he's a rowdy passenger. So, um, I don't understand that. Like, who, when are you supposed like what? You know, at certain points, you're like, Dude, this is just your job. Like, getting a haircut. Why do I have to tip you? This is your job. If you want to get paid more, put it in the price. I'll pay it. I don't feel like paying you twenty dollars and then be like, here's here's five dollars. You did a great job. Why? Yeah. That's your job. Yeah, it's your job do it. You don't have scout to under, me. Here I, five dollars. I, I need. I would need to know the pay
1: structure more to understand it, and whatnot. Because like you go with servers, everybody knows the pay the pay structure of a server. They live off their tips. They don't get a paycheck. If they do, it's not more than twelve dollars. Um, so you, you know you tip well if they treat you well and whatnot and do stuff like that. So like that's where it comes from. Yeah, the Uber, the, this whole tran, everything right there, ride sharing, it's still relatively new to the industry. So yeah, it's tough to figure out. But I mean, there's people that make very, very good money and don't get tips.
0: So. Yeah, that was like a, a new experience that I didn't know that like you're supposed to tip them when you bring them a, like a drink, like every time kind of thing. I always, I thought that, you know, they were just like a rotating thing. I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm going to see this girl again or not. I don't really know how this goes. Like I kind of only have chips. Do I give you a chip? Do I not give you a chip? Oh, I don't even yeah, know what the chip well, value is on these things right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, it, so I look at it, so look look at it like a cart, a cart girl or a cart person. I don't know. So golfing, you're supposed to tip. However, I usually don't tip until the end of the day because it depends on what's going on. Like that first that first round I get, it's usually only like one or two drinks. But the second time I get them, I'm usually okay. Hey, let's throw in a, a candy bar or sandwich. Let's do a couple shots and stuff like that. So like, I'll get you on the second one where I know I'm going to spend more, but then I can I'll, I'll have that bigger bill to go through it. Where if I do it out the first one, I'm only going to tip you off of kind of what I got at the first part and the second one. I was like, Oh yeah, I made you somewhat had to work with this. I'm loosened up a little bit. So my, I'm willing to spend a little bit more on a tip. So I always tell I'm going to get you on the second time. And for the most part, most people, most golf golf cart girls will make sure that they come back and get you. If you say that, if you don't say that, then you probably just saw him for the last time during the day, but it it's is what it
0: is. Nine point, but
1: moving on from your NBA, we'll talk about my sports right here. So the sports that I'll be uh, following and, and you guys will get some really good coverage with me is golf and NASCAR. So we just had the uh, WM Phoenix Open, which is formerly the waste management Phoenix open out there, out there at TBC Scottsdale. No, every, everybody will know that is the stadium hole, the, uh, 16th par three stadium hole. Unbelievable. Well, we had two hole-in-ones this past weekend. un real. And I was watching the ESPN coverage of it on ESPN Plus when the first one hit with Sam Ryder. And I was ju- I was telling Godly right before we got on here, but literally where they had the camera set up. And when that thing went in, the whole screen went blank, just blurry because it shook the stadium so much. And then when everything finally refocused, the green was covered in alcohol. It was so great. I love it. And for the people that is say... That a, is, that's in Phoenix, right? Yep. So WM okay, Phoenix Open.
0: Yeah, I think that would be one uh, that I would like to go to. I don't mind going to golf fence. I don't really care to watch golf. Uh, golf in, golf in, in person is so much different
1: than watching yeah. golf on TV. Golf in per- person is so much fun. So much fun.
0: Yeah, because um, it's like it's like baseball. There's, a, there's an event... At an event.
1: Yeah, there, there's so like, much stuff to do. You're there whatnot, to it's so super cool. Um, yeah. Speaking of golf, though, uh, the President's Cup is this year. So we just had the Ryder Cup, which is European team versus the American team. The President's Cup is the international squad, which is everybody outside of Europe versus the Americans. And it's in Charlotte at Quail Hollow.
0: Hmm.
1: I believe it's in September. And that is a shit show because it is four days of literally you dress up in your red, white, and blue, singing American praise, and booing the shit out of the opponents. (laughs) And people love it. Love it. As long as you're not like verbally disrespecting people or throwing stuff at them, it's a welcome event. It's so much fun. It's
0: definitely not going to happen in Charlotte. This is a wine and cheese crowd. No, 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 no. This, dude, this travels.
1: Cause it rotates like the Ryder cup and the, and the president's cup, it rotates. So last year, the last president's cup, it was in Australia. So this one's back in the States and it rotates. Trust me, these golf fans travel for this stuff, dude, they travel and it's going to be a lot of fun. So I'll probably go to it in September. Just depends on everything with the newborn. Cause we're due September 20th. So.
0: Ba, 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 ba.
1: Yep. So we will go from there. But so looking forward to that, we got the Genesis open this, this week, which is huge for golf because that marks one year almost for when Tiger got in his car accident. So it's his, he's the host of the tournament. It's his tournament. So you will see a lot of Tiger and whatnot. Um, Mm, Golf is always better with Tiger in it, but it's also the strongest field that we will have in the short beginning of the season so far. There's going, it's the who's who will be there, um, because it's invitational. Not everybody's allowed to be there, so it'll be a lot of fun. And then NASCAR is back. I actually I have qualifying on right now for the Daytona Five Hundred. The duels start tomorrow. It's gonna to be so much fun. This year is gonna be really unique for the fact that it's a you got the net, the new next gen car, um, and NASCAR is dealing with real world problems right now in shipping and in parts. Um, A top driver and a top team like Stuart Haas and Kevin Harvick, they showed up to Daytona with one car when usually you bring two or three. They brought a car and have to hope that they make it through qualifying and the duels to get to the Daytona 500. Mm. Um, I mean, it's, it's, there's such a, uh, Restriction on parts and and a construct on parts and whatnot. Typically, the Daytona 500 winner, that car stays at Daytona for the next year on display. But because there's so limited parts and whatnot, NASCAR has said that the winner will sit there, do a quick tour of everything for the next couple of days after the Daytona 500, and then we'll go back to the shop. And in the meantime, NASCAR will bring in a replica that is just a body with exact points of where the confetti was. And that's what will sit at Daytona until the car can come back. If the car can not come back, but it's going to be so much fun. There's some good teams out there. That'll be new drivers. Um, you got some big names that are in it now too, with like track house racing who went out and bought chip, uh, bought a, Chip Ganassi racing, bought them out. So now you have track house is co-owned by Pitbull. So you have Pitbull bull mm-hmm. in, in NASCAR. Um, and he's got two drivers and driver, driver. Number one is Daniel Suarez and the number 99 and his uh sponsor and his, his car for the weekend is who is uh Tootsie's from Nashville. The bar is his <laughs> sponsor. So it's great. So it's so nice to see different things in it and whatnot. So, it's going to be a, long, a lot of fun. What did
0: you think of the sprint?
1: Of of the Bush class at the Coliseum?
0: Yeah. The, I the loved five. it. Yeah. I absolutely really? loved it.
1: Yeah. It was so mm-hmm. great. Um, Ty Dillon beating and banging off doors and running over people to try to get in was, it was awesome. Um, and then you got into the main feature and whatnot. And to have them run 75 laps and have a halftime for the first time ever. And have Ice Cube come out and do a little mini concert and whatnot. It was awesome. It was a great spectacle. Because um, that's what the Clash is. People are there uh, because it's it's entertainment. It's it's a not points race. It's there. It's 100% for money, just like the All-Star Race is. So the people are coming out and want to show. It the, And then it was a showcase of the new next-gen cars one. And I think overall it was a great, great, great thing for for, for NASCAR. at a venue that they rarely get to go to at a, at a a state that they have two races in. So it was awesome. Out of 36 races, they have two races in the state of California. Not many sports can say, Hey, we only have two events in your state. One of the largest states in the U S one of the most bankrolled states in the U S. So North Carolina has, has two. (laughs) So it's right there. South Carolina has two. There's it's just a huge thing right there for you.
0: Nice. Um one, I'm upset at the magic. Uh they haven't put in their starters since they've been losing by twenty-four points, uh, in the in the entire fourth. And I only needed a shot. <laughs> I need I had over twenty eight uh points plus rebounds plus assists for uh Wendell Carter Jr. He had twenty six <laughs> with 18 minutes left to go (laughs) oh god that's nice all right well that kind of cancels out the hawks might as well yeah i mean i'm i think i'll watch some of the um there's certain races in nascar that uh, that i'll have interest in uh daytona for one uh sometimes background noise i like the short races um the all-star race is really cool for me um, yeah.
1: I think this year, if, if you're a fan that wants to get into NASCAR, this would be the year for the fact that it is a clean slate for everybody. There's okay. new next gen car. There's no data on it. They've gone out and doing test sessions and whatnot, but they did test sessions when the tracks aren't typically going to be used when the cars aren't supposed to be being ran. So it's going to be a whole new ball game for these things. So, and the fact that we're going to have practices back and whatnot, um, if you're a DFS player, that's awesome. So instead of shooting from the hip, like you have been in the last two seasons, you actually get some data behind it and you can make educated guesses instead of, oh, here's the people who, I, who have done well so far this season and I need to get lucky with a couple other people. So, But I think it'll be a lot of fun. There's a couple tracks that we get to go back to. It's the first time we're in two years. We'll be back at Fontana in California. So that'll be really, really cool. Um, Nashville is coming back again this year, which will be a lot of fun. We have a couple more road courses that we've never done. That'll be on the schedule this year. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm super excited They're bring the dirt dirt race from Bristol back, which drew huge success um, and all that. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Money's back, dude. People aren't enjoying it. So.